Corey Kohlmeyer, your host of Confessions of a Marketer, and today we are going to be talking about advertainment. And I have two awesome guests on today. One is Tessa, who is a media buyer here at the agency and also handles traffic, and then Aaron Budge, who is our videographer here at the agency. So welcome to both of you. Hello. So you might be wondering why Tessa's here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because we're talking about advertainment and what is advertainment? Do either of you want to answer that or you want to let me answer it? I want you to go ahead and answer it because I think I have another take. Okay. So, you know, I've worked in uh, media for 17, 18 years now and advertainment is when someone has brainstormed an idea and the idea comes out in maybe television or on a billboard and it's super creative and super cutesy but it does not get the message across as to what that brand does or what product or service they have to offer and so we call that advertainment it was meant to be an advertising um ploy of some sort for that for that medium and for that um client but it comes across entertaining, but you really don't know what it is they're offering. So we call that advertainment. Uh, at least I do. That's what mm -hmm. I call it. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to talk about that today because uh, here at the agency, we do a lot with creative. We do a lot with video. We do a lot with uh, script writing. And and I just I wanted to have Tessa and, and Aaron in here. I mean, Aaron does videography, but... Tessa has a lot of experience with our script writing and with putting together ads for us, as well as um, just a lot of uh, knowledge and experience within media. And so uh, she's a, a, con what is it, a consumer, constant consumer of television and of medias. And, and we're I'm always, a little addicted. Yeah, she, <laughs> TV she binges too. TV. That's what I'm trying to say. But I binge TV too. And so, you know, in our conversations, we've talked a lot about things that we notice. Uh, there was one particular show on Space, For Space Force on Netflix. And I was telling her how interesting it was to me. I mean, the show was funny but then all the marketing that went into it. Right you, behind it. Yeah, if you watch that yeah. show, they've got pole flags and they've all got logoed sweaters. And yeah. you know, it's just, it's interesting yeah. to me that, that that's all being thought of and that's all happening. And so that's why I kind of wanted to talk about advertainment, talk about um, you know how and what your ad should look like uh, for a small, medium, large type of business. So that's kind of where I think, where I hope the conversation goes today. Um, you know, you never know with Tessa and Aaron. I also thought too, I know you guys don't know them, but like their personalities are both really funny. Uh, they make me laugh a lot. So I thought, well, what would, how great would it be to put those two together on an interview? Well, so, we'll see, you know, yeah. no pressure. Yeah, we might not get anything done today. Right. Okay. I've always thought of myself as kind of a manic pixie dream girl, so. <laughs> Yeah, see stuff like that. He says things like that. I don't know what he means, but it's funny. So, so anyway, so advertainment. So Tessa, what do you what do you think about that word? Well, actually, I I was thinking. I mean, when the small business or any kind of business comes in to um, advertise on there, um, just locally, I, I think it should be a little bit of an advertisement. I am personally kind of sick of. The straight read. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I want I get it to be yeah. all-encompassing. Hey, let's have a little bit of back and forth, mm -hmm. especially in today's times when we're kind of isolated already as it is. Mm -hmm. Now, I think straight reads are great when it comes to sales. I mm -hmm. think that's a perfect way 
of getting your your point across. And explain a straight read for people who might not know so what that might be. A straight read would be, you know, hey, I've got a sale going on and it's going to be this weekend. Come on down, kind of. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know, it's just very wordage. It just what, gives when, you where, verbiage. And then call to action. Exactly. Yeah, it gives call to you action. The, the, the details of what's going to happen. That's right. All it is. It's, right. We're located on this street. We sell furniture. Come see us. Right. Peace out. Right. Um, but when it comes to, you know, being entertaining and, um, that was years ago when I did a, a commercial for a photography, uh, person that was going on the air. And, uh, I actually was really proud of this one. Um, it was for radio, so no visual, but I wanted people to feel what it was like to go through the years of being with your little person that you brought into this life to graduation. Mm -hmm. And I accomplished that in radio. Mm -hmm. So I recorded a little person and then I went on to the high schooler that's, you know, mm -hmm. getting ready right. to graduate. And I thought those, those are fun. Those mm -hmm. are, you know, well, that hits you a little bit. Well, yeah. yeah, a little narrative is never well, a bad thing. Having the emotional side, I think, is always good in a spot. I mean, I think if you can kind of ding on that emotional side, then it's definitely going to stand out. And and that's, you know, part of the reason we're talking about this today. Don't get me wrong. I, I like commercials to be interesting. I just, my concern and kind of what I get frustrated with is that sometimes they're so busy be, trying to be funny that you were left right. at the end of it like, who was this for? Like, that was really funny, but what, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah. What, what was it? Puppy monkey baby for Doritos? Oh, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, Funky yeah, monkey baby. I mean, you know, was what was that for? I mean, and I know it was Doritos oh, back yeah. in the Super Bowl, you know, a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. But it was just so outrageous, right? Mm -hmm. You get they have a tendency to get a little like too like LOL meta random, you know, purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah. Kinda, it's like okay, yeah. it's, it's got to make some kind of sense. You know? Right, and it didn't, and it worked. But I wouldn't suggest yeah. that maybe for a well, smaller market. Well, yeah, Doritos market. with their, you know, who knows, you know, probably 30-man team working on that uh, that well, spot, they can pull it off. And Puppy Monkey know. Baby obviously is because everybody has puppies during commercial. They have kids during mm -hmm. commercial, you know, so that's what they were, you know. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Super Bowl because I feel like that's kind of a perfect um, example of some of the advertisement. Like, some of it yeah. works. Yeah. Some of it doesn't. I remember... The Clydesdales. Yeah, like one year... Yeah, the Clydesdales. I mean, yeah, gosh. You're yeah. always crying. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They yes. milk that Is he going to find his way home? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those. But the, I remember one year, I think Kim Kardashian was in a commercial, mm -hmm. and they... I don't remember what her commercial was for. Like, I know she was in one. Couldn't tell you what it was. I think she might... Go Daddy, or, or it was Go Daddy or Carl's Jr. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, Carl's Jr., that yeah. makes sense. So, Her sister was in that Pepsi commercial. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about Okay, that. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that that's kind of my point. So, like, you know, like the Budweiser commercials, the Clydesdale, the, uh, was it the Frogs always sticks in my mm -hmm. mind, the Budweiser mm -hmm. kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And so that was entertaining, and it sticks in your head, but those are also brands that have been around for a long time. It's true. And so they're able to kind of change up that look, change up that conceptual, um, and still people know what they are. And so right. bringing it down to a local, to a regional, I mean, in some cases national, when we do marketing, you know, 
what direction do we take clients? How do we get them from point A to point B of being a name and a brand that people know about and can get to a point where they can do cutesy and they can do entertaining and they can do fun? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that's a little difficult. Yeah. Uh, because, for instance, I did another commercial. I called it Frugal instead of going to OK Google. Mm -hmm. I went to OK Frugal yeah. for you know, a client of ours that has clothing, mm -hmm. you know, where can I find the best deal? And it was a two-parter mm -hmm. and it just, they didn't take on it. They mm -hmm. liked that straight read and I couldn't sway them mm -hmm. the other way. So it is difficult, but I, I wish people would kind of open their mind up and say, Hey, mm -hmm. I can really stick out here. Mm -hmm. uh, I did another commercial with, um, I'm hogging the mic. I did a, another commercial some Here's years by. ago. <laughs> to it. I'm, I'm quite the wallflower. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it was about selling um, uniforms for uh, nurses. Oh, right, yeah. How exciting is that? Yeah. <laughs> right? So what are you supposed to do? Mm -hmm. A straight read. Oh my gosh, I don't do them. Mm -hmm. I cannot write them. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. And I made a soap opera with them doing an operation oh, yeah. and nice. say, and they were in the operation and they had that uh, old timey, uh, you know, music in the background, like, yeah. you know, 1960s. Like, bum, dramatic bum, bum. Yeah. music, yeah. Is he gonna pull through, doctor? <laughs> I but I really like your scrubs, where'd you get them from? You know, that yeah. kind of. I would love to shoot that. That sounds <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right? So, yeah, so there's- Zhuzh it up. Yeah, I mean. So there's an instance where you're making it interesting. Right. And it's about scrubs. Yeah. And so the message is coming across. You're still able to, you know, add the detail at the end. Uh, people are normally Googling things for websites anyway. So a lot of times we work with clients about, we don't have to have every single stitch of information about right. where, what's your business. Uh, where you came from and all that, it's on your website. Like, they're going to get to that piece to it. So, um, you know, doing something fun like that. And I was going to say, too, on the frugal commercials, we did do those commercials. I think one of the clients we did run it for. And so we'll put it on the details in this podcast mm -hmm. so you can go and listen to it because it's a really, really cute commercial. I mean, the boyfriend part at the end was my favorite. So I won't ruin it for everyone, but you'll, <laughs> if you listen to it, then you'll know what I'm talking about. So, so yeah. I think, yeah, it's difficult for clients a lot of times. Um, I don't know if it's because the kind of people that are interested in being entrepreneurs and running their own business are just a different personality type than the kind of people who are, you know, Creative. think creatively about right. uh, about uh, TV commercials anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you have to be, uh, you know, be able to think creatively to be able to run a business. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's a different type of creativity that... Uh, and it, so it's difficult to get the concepts across sometimes and, and to make uh, people understand that the commercial, especially TV commercials, that's more my area of expertise is uh, video, um, is trying to evoke a feeling, right? You're not necessarily trying to convince, you know, trying to convey a whole lot of information about like, this is what we do. We're having a sale th at this time, and you know, you need, this is our contact information. Mm -hmm. And come buy stuff from us now. That's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to, you're trying to catch people's attention, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. You're trying to make them feel a way. It doesn't mm -hmm. even matter what way you're trying to uh, make people feel necessarily. I mean, there's those head-on 
uh, headache stick commercials several years ago that used to just irritate the crap out of everybody, right? Or head on, apply directly to your forehead. And then they did that like six times. Remember? Oh, right. Remember I remember those? that. <clears throat> and those were effective, but not because they were good, because they were so obnoxious that you couldn't get them out of your head, right? right. You know? So, I mean, that's one way to go. That's not the way I, I wouldn't, I would hate to edit something like that. Airborne <laughs> was another one that was really annoying. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's, but they're effective because they it, make it, you it feel, I mean, it made me feel like I never wanted to buy head-on headache sticks, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, but that, I think that's one thing that happens with the, with Budweiser and Doritos and these kinds of guys that are making these like kind of high concept uh, Super Bowl commercials all the time is right. that they just are really going for that emotional connection instead of actually, you know, half the time. I mean, all those Clyde, Clydesdale, mm-hmm. commer- there's, you don't see a beer in mm-hmm. any of those ever, you know, I mean. Uh, but everybody knows who it is. Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah, know. they don't even have... The commercial there's no phone on. number. There's no... I mean, right. half the time, there's not even a website on right. it because it's Budweiser. You know what it is. Right. Yeah. And, that, and those are the little things that I get really uh, kind of... I don't know what the word is. Like, irked about. Like, Make especially when you're on your radio, mm-hmm. the first rule, do not put a phone number in. Right. Yeah. No one's ever going to write it Period. down. Period. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It's a lot of, you know, words that are going out mm-hmm. your ear and nowhere else. I mean, that is that is a no-no when it yeah. comes to radio. Mm-hmm. You're usually driving when you're listening to the radio, mm-hmm. even if you're home. You don't have a pad and pencil right there, you know, just intently listening to the radio, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. you know, make it. Do you they know, even need contact information need? anymore? I mean, everybody just Googles it. Well, and then, the and then there's that. I mean, you know, now it's, hey, you know, and I find me on social media. But I think it's a little bit of a, I don't want to say generational thing, but I think it depends on the age group of who you're dealing with as, as far as the sure. client goes. Because a lot of times they'll look at it from, well, how do I do things? And I think people forget, I mean, you know, the fastest growing age, I think, on Facebook is like 50 plus. I've said it multiple <laughs> times. And they're all getting on there to see the grandkids. I'm so, sure all the other age groups are shrinking. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, they've got their smartphones and they are able to Google things. Sure they and are. they are able to look for yes. things. So, you know, um, you know, a lot of times when you're talking to that client, it's like, let's just walk through what, a t- what your typical client will do. And your client right. is not you. And so right. getting people to see that. You know, what we're talking about is the masses and, you know, of those masses, who are your clients and what do they need to know? Well, a lot of times it's just that name that you're even, you exist and what you are and what you do, they'll, they'll find out more of the information, like Tessa said, on social media, on Mm -hmm. Facebook, you know, do you have, do we have a presence there? And and being a full service agency, I think it's really nice because we can make sure that their social media is taken care of. Uh, we can make sure that the creative is handled on the videography side. I mean, we can take care of all of that. And mm-hmm. then we kind of channel it through each medium to make sure that it's all matching. It's it's a cohesive look. It, it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah, a total package is important. I mean, that's why Budweiser knows that they don't need to put a beer in their TV commercials mm-hmm. because they've spent, you know, decades establishing their brand mm-hmm. and uh, everybody already knows. So it's like I've said with a lot of clients who want to have an online presence or, you know, start on TV or radio or whatever it is, and they want to know how soon till it works. When is it going to work? How, when are they going to start seeing it's people? It's a good question to ask. It's a great question to ask, but part of it is, too, if you have competitors within that area who have been doing marketing longer than you and maybe the marketing is okay, maybe it's like out of, the, out of sight, out of this world, 
you know, um, you have to earn it. Right. I mean, it's like everything else. I mean, you talk about a McDonald's, everybody knows about McDonald's. Well, if you know about the beginning of that story and how long they've been doing their marketing, they've earned it. They've earned that place uh, within the market. So, you know, a lot of that has to be earned. And how do you do that? Well, that's, you know, telling people who you are and what you do. And it doesn't have to be a dry read. Most definitely not. I mean, I definitely agree with Tessa and with Aaron about that because that is, that does nothing for your brand. You just blend in. It might as well be white noise. It's just, it's not doing anything for you. But to have something that makes sense, that's clever, and that still, you know, resonates with people, uh, I think is really the way that you want to go. Like we, we just did a, a commercial for a heating and air company. And I don't know, Aaron, if you want to talk about that a little Some bit. Some of my finest spot. work. Yeah, yeah that's that was great. <laughs> yeah. I was really proud of that. I'm still. Like Sean Cusack in the late 80s. Um, yeah, that was, I love that project. Uh, I'm still convinced that the only reason that it made it through the proofing process unmolested was because of the short timeline that we had to get it done. And I was basically like, listen, this is one draft or we put everything off a month. And then, uh, so I kind of snuck it in there a little bit. But um, yeah, and it, it's not like that any of the concepts of it were terribly original. I kind of just, Quentin Tarantino'd it up and mixed a bunch of different things together, but it was, you know, uh, you know, is a narrative about, uh, and this is going to be a series of uh, three different spots: one for plumbing, one for heating, and one for air conditioning, and they all kind of hit the same beats, uh, narratively speaking. And the whole, you know, we've got thirty seconds to tell this little story, but it's the wife is frustrated because the sink's not working correctly. Uh, the husband's just sitting there minding his own business. Uh, she complains to the husband. She's irritated and says, you know, the sink's not working. Um, I need you to deal with it. And then it cuts to him. You know, everything turns black and white. There's these uh, uh, flashbacks of him just bumbling through it, you know. And I put, uh, I've got a whole folder of uh, cartoon sound effects just sitting on my desktop on my computer that I'm always looking to. That's not to... odd, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something hey. so That's totally normal. It's, yeah. it's, it's part of my work. Yeah. It's professional reasons. Mm -hmm. He, uh, yeah, so he has these flashbacks of the last time that he tried to do anything with the plumbing and completely screwed it up. And uh, uh, then it cuts back to him with the, with the sort of shell-shocked look on his face. But then he remembers that our client exists, right? So he pulls out his phone, gives a smile on his face and says, you know, hello, and then the client's name. And then uh, <laughs> the music changes, the, the color grade changes from this cool, like, uh, you know, the music, it was this like sort of tense action music, action movie music in the beginning and a very cool, like bluish, almost like matrixy kind of a color grade. And then everything changes after his, he makes this phone call to warmer tones. Uh, I found this really cool uh, sort of bouncy 50s, like almost Leave it to Beaver type music that That's I put under the That's second half of it. That's I call it, like the Leave it to Beaver kind of 50s. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it sounds like something out of like a, a, a 
training video or a, or a parody of a training video well, from the 1950s. And I'm glad you brought up the like music this. because that's something that's always, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really sets the tone. Mm-hmm. It can grab someone's yeah. attention. I feel like that spot especially really does it. Um, I mean, like, you, I mean, if you're in another room, you're going to turn and kind of look and say, what, what is that? You know, it's just different. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of what I was going for. You know, we're, we're not a huge studio. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the video department. So, mm-hmm. um, but he does uh, an excellent job. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I, I I I couldn't do any of this alone. Of course, you know, at that shoot, it was it was insane, and I'm still I'm still shocked that we were able to get everything done in yeah, one we day. Shot, that we yeah, got for three spots done. in one day. Yeah, so. very guerrilla style. I mean, we shot it at Corey's house mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, um, hired a couple of actors, had them bring you know uh, a few different outfits so we could do wardrobe changes between the uh, between the uh, spots mm-hmm. and shot it all in one day and um it, it went off without a hitch really i mean i've never had a shoot that went that smooth well and so. if you think about what you would normally see for uh heating and cooling and plumbing it's typically the plumber walks in they you know shake someone's hand they walk to the you know the sink and then they like walk out and it's just very like tessa said a straight read you know we do plumbing right we're available for plumbing. We're available for heating and cooling. So it's like, how do we make that fun? How do we make that emotional? And I was talking to Aaron about it the other day. I was like, you know, this needs to be kind of the Shaun of the Dead. You know, they... Have you seen it? Mm, Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. I don't know. Y- you know, you it's, click... She's not like us. That's I know. We're so Sorry. Weird. Sorry. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Dark, and then the other one that they mysterious. did. You know, where they yeah, get out of the car and, and they uh, shut it. Uh, and uh, Hot Fuzz it's, was the It's almost movie. these clips. Just these little tiny yeah, clips. Smash yeah, smash cuts where they're very... Just smash cuts, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that very would be quick. perfect for comfort systems because, you know, people are going to remember those movies and go, hey, that's just like, mm-hmm. you know. And then, you know, just make it interesting to watch mm-hmm. and it be different from like Corey was saying you know every, you know it's the same you walk and in you see the wife uh, she shows them to the yeah yeah like, okay, <laughs> this isn't fun so it's like you know not to say you know how do you make heating and cooling sexy but how do you make right, it fun, right, you know? right. I mean, it's like we're trying to make these commercials stand out make them memorable right now we're dealing with uh, political ads and so uh, the climate of of commercials is just hard so it's like we really have to stand out and there's a lot going on out there so you know that's kind of what we talk about internally and then also too what can what makes sense what is what's going to actually put their name out there so people know who they are and they recognize them and they realize okay you know that's the guys from the commercial that's top of mind awareness you know that helps with you know uh, aided recall for the brand so when they're trying to remember who they need to call and what they want to do you know, okay, comfort systems, top of mind, and they can make that call. Right. So, I mean, that that's really what we're trying to get at here is let's make it entertaining, but not to the point where it's you don't understand it. And at the same time... <laughs> that's the hard part for me when I'm writing stuff. Is, it is. You know, I have to reel it in a little bit because uh, <laughs> but that's I have where, a tendency to float off into the ether. But, you know, that's, I mean, that's good brainstorming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's get big with the brainstorming and then let's bring it back in as to what is realistic, what can we do. Yeah. That's I, I, Take your to me my philosophy, cow. and I'm sure you guys have all <laughs> have all figured this out about me by now. But my philosophy since college, at least, has been, I'm just going to go all the way out there, right? I'm going to come up with whatever, you know, ridiculous, uh, you know, too many Bugs Bunny cartoon inspired idea I come up with. 
See, I have and then I'll let <laughs> somebody else like shoot me down, right? It's like, yeah. I'll let Corey say, okay, let's settle well, down. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of brainstorming. It's like, let's yeah, get big, let's bring it in as right. to what's going to work. And, and a lot of times here at the agency, it's not just me coming up with the great idea. It's like, let's talk about Collectively. it. Collectively. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of production meetings, and I pull that's Tessa in to a lot of those and she's going to start just being in them regularly now. I don't know how she feels about it, but I'm happy. I'm <laughs> excited. Yeah, personally. she does because she offers, I mean, she knows production. She's been involved with it. She's done a ton of script writing for the agency and she does a great job and she gets it. You know, she gets that entertaining, entertaining, warm, emotional, like how do we, how do we get all of that conveyed in this spot? And that's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like her in, on the production meetings because she offers kind of that voice, um, you know, with different ideas. And, you know, we don't do everything that everyone suggests. You know, our goal at the end of the day is to do what's best for the client. And then sometimes it's take two ideas to the client and say, right. you know, yeah. as an agency, we're kind of torn a little. We're thinking this or thinking this. What do you think? And giving them that option, which is really nice. So, well, you know, as as creative types, I mean, especially I'm. I went to school for graphic design. We've got uh, three graphic designers working here now, too. And one thing that they teach you is not to get emotionally attached to work because, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm you know, you hear stories about people writing movies and they're completely different than you know by the time they actually get produced and stuff. But that's just part of the process. So it's very rare that uh, you know you get to have like your little creative baby. And have it go through the entire process without everybody, you know, without anybody Frankensteining well, a few extra arms on it or whatever. Exactly. I mean, because, you know, poor Aaron, he has to get through myself, he has to get through Amy, mm-hmm. and then he has to get through the clients. So, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, definitely. Yeah, there's, <laughs> well, that's a very you know, nice way of saying that. <laughs> you and Amy are the that. easy ones. I mean, you understand <laughs> me at this point. You know, we've been working together long enough that I think mm-hmm. you get me pretty good. Mm-hmm. But... But sometimes it's, you know, like Aaron well, said, it's, it's not it's, always easy to convince the client, even if you understand. Yeah, to make them understand. And two, like when you're, when you're giving them a script and saying, okay, here's a script, but just imagine. So we have to get excited. I've had to read scripts to clients and right. say, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, right. You know, try and get them excited because production is exciting. I mean, it's fun. It's, it's fun to be on mm-hmm. set. It's fun to be shoots. I mean, our shoot was really fun that we had at my house. It was. That was the best time I've had it in was a like long time. A I'm just party super, at my house. <laughs> I'm super excited that we have these new clients that are willing to let us uh, uh, kind of do our thing because yeah. it's pretty rare to have somebody that doesn't want to and you know I understand that your business is your is your child mm-hmm. right you don't want it's hard to say just you know go ahead you know you're the experts exactly. I hired you to do this so just you know wow me exactly but, <laughs> and you know you get a lot of experience like I was saying not just my experience but Tessa's experience and Aaron's experience and everyone in the agency so I mean really you know I think we do a nice job of putting together a commercial that speaks well to the brand is something that we can continue to use that we can you know build on later on which I think makes a lot of sense uh, just from time standpoint as well as a budgeting standpoint so so yeah but that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today I just kind of wanted to get your guys's insight because both of you I think are are veterans in in the field you're out there in the it's trenches writing scripts and I've been a weirdo for a very long yeah, time exactly. <laughs> which I appreciate thoroughly so hey everybody needs one at least exactly I think we have several on staff but yeah you're definitely yeah right there Aaron so but we're gonna have uh, some of the commercials that uh, we talked about today in the details of the podcast so you guys can check those out and see some of our work and you can always visit admarkict.com we have a lot of uh, creative and commercial 
commercials that we've done. You can see me on camera. Aaron shot me and he directs me and helps me out and get outside of my head so I can I can do some good video. So, <laughs> so anyway, but that was uh, Confessions of a Marketer and we sure appreciate you listening and uh, talk to you next time. Peace.